Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And we have got a great great show for you guys today. You know, many of you have heard me talk about what this has been like to take this journey and say yes to a message that, you know, has helped so many people around the world. You know, my very special guest today, Dr. Steve Maraboli, joining me here today, behavioral scientist. But more than that, you know, this is a man that stands on the very essence of integrity in all aspects of his life. He and I have gotten to take this journey together now, going on about 10 years. And you're going to hear a little bit about what this journey is like. But one of the things I want to say to everybody out there when we're thinking about, you know, today's show and his latest body of work you're going to hear about in a minute is think about what has worked for you in your life, what has not, and what you've done about it. Today's show is for all of us that have ever been stuck, that have ever been thought of as less than, that have ever bought into the myth of some kind of outside entity that is responsible for our success. This show is to get you up close and personal with my friend and colleague, Dr. Steve Maraboli. As I said before, you know, he is someone that has been in the forefront of leadership dynamics. You know, he has been, you know, one of the most popular keynote speakers, radio show host, and is a recognized leader in the voice of the new genre of business personal development, and human potential. So today, I want all of you to get to know and meet someone that has had an enormous influence on me in my life and on so many people. Beyond all of that, he's a guy with a giant heart. When you look at his humanitarian programs in over 40 countries and everything he has done to raise the bar on all of our consciousness, you now get to know that there is a place for you in this life that is beyond free. You know, he is the currently, uh, he's currently created breakthrough science-based coaching enhancement program, psychoneuroactualization, and he refers to this as the science of getting out of your own way. But more than that, you know, he is joining me today so that we can introduce you to unapologetically you. I'm going to say it again, unapologetically you. What does that mean? You know, what is it that all of us have in common, but we don't speak about? Today's show with my friend, my colleague, my buddy, Dr. Steve Maraboli, is going to shine a light, probably in places that you didn't even know existed. Dr. Steve, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. 
Hey, it's so great to be on. It's it's a you are my first uh, radio show mentor, and I'm and I'm so glad we we had a great run with the uh, Empowered Living Radio Show. We we ran it for for years, and before that show started, uh, before any of the awards, before any of uh, of the listeners started jumping on board, the first thing it started is I had a conversation with with uh, our our producer Tasty Trump. Yeah, who's with the Voice America Network. She said, "Listen." I want you to, to introduce you to uh, Dr. Pat. She really understands this radio thing. And, and you helped me because what I had planned for the show uh, was going to be some same gimmicky show everyone else has, uh, but you gave me the best advice. You said, Steve, I've been talking to you for a few minutes. Let me just tell you, just be yourself. Be this phone conversation, but with a microphone on, and you'll be <laughs> fine. Just be yourself. And that's exactly what I was. And and, you know, if, if I had known then that, to me, it sounded like simple advice. And, and I don't think I've ever told you this before, Dr. Pat. So you're hearing it for the first time as everybody else. If I had known then that the reason you and I would still be friends after all these years, even after talking to, because that radio show put me in contact with the guru of the gurus. I mean, all the gurus and the, and the New York Times best-selling authors and the masters of this and the manifestors of that and the spiritual this. And I talked to the who's who in the industry that I was in love with, that self-help personal growth industry. I was in love with it. I was captivated by it. And I got to talk to the people, hour-long conversations with some of the best-sellers whose books touched me and inspired me. And after all these years, the person I talked to was the realist. The woman, the empowered, incredible woman that you all get to listen to, Dr. Papasilli, because she was the most real. She didn't tell me about any sort of magic. She didn't tell me any of this. She said, this is a challenging industry. You have to be persistent, but just be yourself. Mm. And that wisdom and integrity behind those words and honesty behind those words um, is something that still sticks with me. And the few radio interviews that I do ever, um, I, I'm so happy to say, are often uh, conversations with you. Uh, thank you. Uh, Steve, thank you so much. I mean, uh, it is so great to be reminded of that. Uh, and I don't think there are any mistakes. And I think that you and I having this conversation is just beautiful. It's brilliant in so many ways. Um, and I want to ask you this question before we talk about unapologetically you, but basically it's going to be about that, is, uh, is this question, you know, how often in the past 10 years that you and I have known each other, have you thought you did have to apologize, apologize for who you were, apologize for who you weren't, apologize for what you did, apologize for what you didn't. You know, let's talk about this for a minute, because this this dialogue about unapology you, uh, unapologetically you is so powerful um, and such a place to lift the shame that has created this veneer in our society right now that we don't even, we can't even see it. It's like living in Seattle where most of the time the sun is up there and you just can't see it. What is it about your life that you've learned through apology. Well, you know what it is. It, it, it's so devastating because 
an apology through courtesy is something different than the kind of apology that we're talking about here. When you're talking about apology and living, what you're really talking about is a diluting of yourself. You are diluting yourself. That's, That's the crime. The crime isn't so much about it's the diluting and and in our society we be, we become diluted when I have to dilute myself because I don't want to sound uh, too this or too that or I don't seem as perfect as as you seem and and you you, you apologize non verbally you shrink yourself to the size of a situation and that is a deadly deadly horrific prison to put yourself in and people do it you see our our, our young our young sisters you see them uh, silently there's no i'm sorry there's a silent spiritual soul shrinking when they see all these perfect makeup photoshop people on tv and on their computers and these beautiful young ladies these beautiful ladies in general shrink an apology that they don't look like that. You'll never hear them say, I'm sorry, but they live as though they're sorry they're not that. And it's a deadly thing when you think that you are less, you have less potential than these gurus that are up there showing you the picture of them on their yacht and them in their house because you don't know what I know. You don't know that they rented the yacht for that photo shoot. You don't know that that's their friend's house they're standing in front of. You don't know that they've got more problems and probably less integrity than you do, but you don't know that. So you go by walking around living an apologetic life, an apologetic life, not an unapologetic life, an apologetic life. You walk around as if you're not good enough. And and I, I lived that way. I, I shrunk, I, you know, but when I was saying before how I got into this industry, the self-help and spiritual, oh, I read those books. I read the books and I read the, oh, this is a spiritual master. This guy gets it. I, and, and when I would talk to them, Dr. Pat, it was like I was meeting my hero. And this spiritual guy, if this spiritual dude only knew that that uh, that I didn't have always the greatest thoughts, that sometimes I thought people were nasty and sometimes I felt like punching someone in the face and that I was a soldier and I used to jump out of airplanes with machine guns. If, if they knew, so I would talk to them and I would almost be shrinking myself because I'm talking to this amazing guru. And then I would find out that on their best day, they didn't have the integrity I had on my worst day. Ah. And then you start seeing these gurus and these people acting away. And I would meet, I'm very, I'm very blessed in that my hard work and dedication has led me to a place of profession that I get to deal with some of the most successful people in the world, including Hollywood stars, both men and women, who when you see them on the screen and when you see them in, in, in print that you say, wow, these are incredibly attractive people and Sometimes, Dr. Pat, honestly, when I meet them in person, I, I'm sometimes, I don't know that it's them. Yeah. They seem yeah. very, very ordinary in person, yeah. which yeah. is great, which is great, but it's always a shock to me. And then I, when I see, I go speak at schools and I see these young men and women who are like, oh, well, I'll never look like so-and-so. And I feel like saying, let me get, I'll tell you what, you already look like them. And some yeah. of them, you look better than they look. But you're walking around with this apologetic uh, uh, stature. And so 
so what I'm saying is that I, I, I've learned, and, and through this book, Unapologetically You, this, this book is kind of, um, and, and with this book, side note, with book, as with every book I've written in the self-help world, which is four, there's three in English and, and one in Spanish, 100% of every penny made on these books goes into our programs. I decided a long time ago I will never make a living in the self-help. I will only help people, and anything that comes with it goes straight to the programs, and that's what they do. So with this book, this book was kind of uh, a, a like every other book. It's a, it's a very in-your-face, mm. uh, you know, 50 or 60-something pieces, hundreds of quotes of just thoughts and reflections and not how you can fall in love with me, but how you could fall back in love with you. I am not a guru, don't want to be one. I go through the dirt. I work my ass off. I got to where I am by following a, a system of wanting something, creating a plan, and following it. There's no magic beads. There's no magic prayers. There's no magic meditations for me. I go and I do it. And, and, and you see that in these books. And when I wrote this book, Unapologetically You, it was a couple things. First, it was accumulation of, of work that I've done and, and, and written and thought of and said since the last book. And at the same time, it was a kind of a goodbye letter, a goodbye yeah. letter to that old system of self-help, that old yeah. whole system that simply has failed you. Folks, listen to me, Dr. Pat, I'll shut up in a second. Folks, <laughs> listen to me when I tell you, how many years have you been reading the same how much has your life changed? Has it changed? Look at your bookshelf. It's probably the same bookshelf you had 10 years ago. Look at your bookshelf and all you have. How many Deepak and Wayne books do you need to own? How many times are the same people going to tell you the same stuff that doesn't work? How many times are you just going to get the goosebumps and the, the chills and it's going to make you think away your problems? You could have bought a six-pack of beer and it would have had the same effect. You would feel better. You'd get the goosebumps. You'd go to sleep, wake up, and you still have the same problems. Folks, it's time to break free from the magic thinking, look in the mirror, and accept responsibility for your life. Let the I love goosebumps this. be goosebumps. But again, you have to unask the couch and change your life. Wayne and Deepak didn't get you to where you are. They're not going to get you out of where you are. You got you there. You have to get you out of there. And when you start recognizing this in your life, it's an ugly truth. Dr. Pat, it's an ugly truth. You're much better off if from a marketing standpoint selling a book that says, here is the magical secret to making millions. Here's the way of attracting something to yourself. Here's the way of manifesting. It's so much easier to market a book like that than a book that actually tells the truth that says you want something, you got to work your ass off. That book won't sell as much as, here's the secret of gravity working it towards you. So it's been how many years since the book The Secret well, came out? Well, yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about this because let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk yeah. about this. The great aha moment in the self-help industry was when the, the movie and the book The Secret came out and two of its stars pulled the plug and said, no, 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 we are not being part of this. What was the truth that brought Esther and Jerry Hicks 
away from the secret? And what was the veil that got lifted when thousands of people came to the forefront and said, this is not working? Did it change the industry or did it give the industry an opening for more self-help around why self-help books don't have enough self-help? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Mr. Steve. Oh, I call him Mr. Steve. Oh, Dr. Steve Maraboli. And you know what? Here's the deal. Sometimes you have to lose to win right out of his book. I can't wait to talk about this. You know why? Because Steve and I have lost it all. And we're here to tell you ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. to know what the best-kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Successful people accomplish what they set out to do. They make a promise and work hard to keep their word to themselves and to others. Keeping one's word is the simple idea behind a breathtakingly new way to achieve more. Keeping your word is a practice developed by Vladimir Gerasichev, a life coach and business trainer with over 20 years experience. Visit KeepYourWord.com to learn more about the transformative technique and check out the free Keep Your Word app, Keeping Your Word, Changing Your Life Forever. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. 
Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to thedrpatshow.com. My buddy, colleague, Dr. Steve Maraboli, joining me here today. You know, there's a reason that, you know, Steve and I connected, uh, you know, almost 10 years ago. And it's because of what we're talking about today. But it's also because, you know, he and I have something in common. We're not afraid to speak our mind. You know, his book, Unapologetically You, Reflections on Life and the Human Experience, is brilliant. And, you know, some people would say, okay, you know, this is good. I I like what you're saying. But I want to tell you this. It's not about what you say. It's about how you show up to support what you say. You know, there's an expression, Steve, you know, is it real or is it Memorex? And the idea when that came out was real and Memorex, Memorex almost sounded the same as real. But the idea is there is no distinction, and that's confusing. Steve, thanks for joining me here today. I want to ask you, when did the light bulb go on? And I, and I really mean the light bulb goes on, because when you and I do what we were doing and speak to as many people as we were speaking to, thousands of interviews, right? I'm, I'm pushing yeah. almost 8,000 interviews. When yeah. we've talked to this many people and read this many books... How does a light bulb go on to say, oh, holy, you know what? I have not been believing in a truth. How did that happen? Well, you know what, you know what happens is, again, it's, it's living a, a, a diluted version of myself. I was still under that impression that I was less than these people. I bought into their propaganda. I bought into the idea of it all. So it was fine, and, and, and I, was, I was living almost like a, a, a cognitive dissonance. I was living like a double life because here my, my first Ph.D. was in business. So I'm, I'm a business, 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 business. So all of the self-help stuff I was doing on the side, I was doing it as a, as a, as a courtesy of something that I uh, uh, wanted to share and to have. I had read all these books, and I said, there's never any good conversations with these authors let me have a good conversation with these authors. Let me have a real conversation. I'm not owned by anything. I've been in business, executive coaching, helping. I'm behind some of the, some of the biggest corporations in the world, so I had plenty of money. All these things, I was fine, so let me just do this. And, um, and then I started doing it, and it took a process of, huh, you know, it, first it starts like, huh, that doesn't seem right. And at first you say, and at first you're so diluted because, you know, for, from when we're kids, we can go to the marketing thing in, the, in a second, from when we're kids, every time you turn on a radio or television, you forget that we're, the, the people who buy advertising space on those things, 
they're trying to sell you something. So they can't sell you a life vest unless they convince you you're drowning. So, so every single TV and radio commercial you hear ever is something that's trying to tell you you're not good enough, and ta-da, we have the product that will make you good enough. So bombarded with that, and then you get into this thing. I was, I was uh, probably about just about 30 years old or so when I started the show. So I said, um, so I would hear, and something didn't sound right, but then I would think that the issue was me. Like, it's that I can't see it right, and it's because I'm not spiritual enough. It's not clear to me, and all this bull that you tell yourself. So, and then I started realizing, wait a second, I'm, I've, been, I've created incredible business and incredible income, I give away 80% of what I make, and I still live better than most people. I have incredible business skills. None of what they're saying makes sense. If I follow what they're saying, my business will die. And I started thinking that way. And, and, but I, I was being a courteous host to these people who I thought were celebrities in my eyes. So I'd say, oh, wow, really? Wow. Hey, don't forget <laughs> to check out this book, blah, 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 even though it's crazy. And, and people would write in to me, Steve, why don't you argue the point? That doesn't make sense. And I would say I'm, I'm being a courteous host. If someone comes to my house for dinner and I disagree with them, I don't argue with them. I don't kick them out. I listen to them. I say thank you. And at the end of the night, I say have a nice night. So, so I, I followed that protocol. But then – Something interesting started happening where, uh, where those same people, so for instance, I would have somebody on the show, and let's just say that they would have a book called, you know, Manifest Millions or whatever. Right, right, so, right, right. The Secret to Success, whatever. And I would talk to them for an hour, and they'd say, yes, and all I did with my vision boards and this and that, and then it all came, and one day someone knocked on the door and said, hey, did you drop a million dollars? And, you know, what? all these magical stories, and I was like, oh, wow, interesting. And then we would stop the conversation, and a day or so later, sometimes minutes after the radio show, I would get a phone call from this same <laughs> author who would say, Steve, bro, I'm broke, and they're about to lose my house, I lost my car, blah, blah, and, and, and I need, how do I market, how do I do what you do, how do I get this out there like you get this out there? And I'm thinking, wait a second, we were just, you were just telling my whole listening audience, who I'm very protective of, that that all this this attraction stuff and you're broke and and then uh, someone would come on they talk about soulmates and and I just I did this and this and I attracted this and soulmates and the love is so pure and it's great and then a, a day or two later oh, I'm going through a nasty divorce wait what you just told me about incredible soulmates magic stuff and you're in the same miserable marriage these people are in and what what's happening and it slowly started to chip away Dr. Pat and I, and I realized wait a second let me pay attention to what I'm doing in my success. Let me pay attention to what some of the gurus, I, I mentioned Wayne and Deepak before, because for no other reason than they are yeah. the pinnacle of this. They're, they're the yeah. pinnacle of this where you can say Wayne and Deepak, and you know who you're talking about, and you have to get, use their full names. But watch what these dudes do. They are brilliant. They say the things you want to hear. They are well-researched. They're great, and they can mean it 100%. But watch what they're saying. They may say... Just put it out there. Throw the intention out to the universe. And that sounds fantastic. 
But if you watch them, these dudes work their ass off. They're doing a 20-city tour. They're on this show, that show, this channel, that channel. Their publishing companies are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in advertisements. Do you think you're seeing an advertisement in a magazine because it was free? Someone paid for that. They paid for that so that you can do this. And, and I started learning about these contracts. And I'm a spiritual guru, New York Times bestseller. And I started realizing when, when I was being... I was being um, uh, I, I was being courted for uh, joining one of these 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 mega publishing houses that deal uh-huh. with spirituality and all that stuff. And they knew my numbers. They know I put asses in the seats. They know I sell books. I have four international bestsellers, and I rarely even advertise my books. They knew that with their advertising machine, they would make millions off of me. Absolutely. But you know what they do, Doctor Pat? They write in your contract. Of course, I turned down all these contracts and and went my own route. But you know what they do with a lot of these authors that are bestsellers for for uh, spiritual yes. guru stuff? I, I they do know they write they do. it into the contract. So let's say they're going to get just to say ballpark, they're going to get a hundred thousand advance for for their book. What they do is they take out, they figure in twenty five thousand. Let's say these are just numbers. I'm just using for for simple example. They'll say we're going to give you a hundred thousand dollar advance, but we're going to take out twenty five thousand of those. Because when your book comes out, we're going to spend that 25000 going to the bookstores and buying your book. So we're basically guaranteeing your bestseller status. Everyone's going to think that, oh, everyone wants to buy this book. They have no idea that you're spending twenty five grand of your advance on giving the illusion of bestsellership. And nobody knows this is happening. I said, this is a horrible ethical practice. How can you guys be writing books about, oh, and God and spirits and the truth and, 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 and no ego? Meanwhile, there's a picture of you on the cover of the book with a halo over your head, but you're talking about no ego. And, and you're saying these things, and, and, and it's all, and this stuff just burst my bubble, Dr. Pat. It just did. I said, wow, as much as I thought I was doing a service, in many ways I was doing a disservice. In many yes. ways, I was doing a disservice because I was helping them promote these things, and I, I will never do it again. I will continuously follow what I've been saying, not what they've been saying. Towards the end of my show, I wasn't having any guests on at all. It was just me ranting for an hour and really telling them, this is how life works. Sometimes you work really hard, and it punches you right in the face, and this is how you get up, and these are the people you can trust, and these are the people you can't trust. This is when you can trust yourself, and this is when you can't trust yourself. Pay attention to the truth. Pay attention to not what these gurus are saying, but what they're doing. Don't let them tell you. Just put the intent out there and then watch them work 18 hours a day promoting their stuff. They have, it's like you're at a pinata party and someone hit, you hit the pinata and all the candy falls. They want you to stay blindfolded. So while they pick up the candy, because don't forget, there's a conflict of interest. There's a conflict of interest. If they make money off you needing them, which they do, why on earth would they want you to not need them? That's why you own 10 of their books. That's why you always buy their new books and you always get the new fad self-help system, but your life hasn't changed at all. The only thing you have done is give them money in a self-admitting process of self-dilution. If you yeah. want something, you have to do it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, part of this, Stephen, thank you so much for really coming out of the closet, so to speak, on this in a lot of ways. You know, because, you know, you and I, it, it really interesting oh, go down this Can, road. Just give me one <laughs> second. I, I do sure. want to interject one thing here. Sure. I, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to do that because uh, nobody owns me. Nobody owns That's me. That's right. I, I was just going to say. own everything I do. I own everything I do. So I, nobody owns me. I can do anything I want. And in defense of some of my guests who are stuck in, with these big right. publishing houses, they feel the same way, but they can't get out of their contracts right. and they are legally bound to stay quiet. And they are forced to write. They will hand in a manuscript that is practical and it's common sense and it's all these things. And the, the edit that they get back has turned it woo-woo. And they're stuck because they signed a contract. They signed a contract. So in defense of them, they don't have the ability to step out. I can because nobody owns me. That is, you know, part of the conversation is that, you know, you and I have have interviewed a lot of these folks. Rarely have we had someone show up and say, you know what, I wrote this book. It is a New York Times bestselling book, but I want to tell you what uh, I, I want to tell you what I really believe. That's not in the book. I mean, no one would do that. <laughs> right. No, you, you know, I've had people they, say I've had people on my show, bestsellers in big publishing houses. I've had them say, you know what, I'd r- love to write a book about so and so about such and such topic, but but they won't let me write it because they already right. have a person who writes about that. So I'm stuck writing about this. I've literally had them say that on my show. Well, I think for all of us, and and then we run into, and let's talk about this because you really chat about it in the book as well, you know, the idea of spirituality and much more. You know, there's also an idea that, you know, when we're reading some of the books that, uh, that come to the forefront on spirituality, on religion, whatever that is, on higher consciousness, and yet when you see the folks that are writing the book show up, as way less than what they talk about. And I had an experience with this four weeks ago. Four weeks ago as we speak. Four weeks ago. And then make an excuse about their behavior that they're too sensitive. And that's why, you know what? I love it. Self-help gurus acting badly. That should be the book. It would be a big book. It would be a big book. book. I'm telling you, it's a big book because it's okay for us to be in this world, Steve, and have the warts and the pimples on our face. Because I don't know about you, I'm just a girl from the Bronx. And, 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 and I'm a, never I'm a dude shame. from Long Island. And, it's, exactly. and it's the way that it is. It's the way that it is, Dr. It's the way Pat. That it it's, is. it's the way that it is. And, and they, they get their, their authority. Most of these people aren't, aren't educated uh, uh, to a point where they could have a professional authority. So they, where they get their authority, then they look for authority somewhere else, that they are somehow closer to spiritual knowledge. They are somehow this. And meanwhile, you know, Sam Clemens wrote it perfectly. Sam Clemens, of course, the great writer better known as Mark Twain, wrote it perfectly when he said, the, the more he boasted of his honesty, the faster we counted our spoons. And I've learned that. 
I've learned that the people who say they are, who claim to be the most spiritual are usually the less so. I have watched it, folks. I have watched it. I've gone to events with these people, and I've watched them go, oh, yes, and they're whispering. Dr. Pat, they're whispering because clearly <laughs> their normal voice is just so spiritually attuned. Your head would blow up if you heard it normally. So they're just so spiritually powerful. Now they whisper. So I'd be backstage with these people. I'm talking about bestsellers who who were sit on, who will, who have sat with Oprah, household names, household names, who would be backstage going, figure, figure, figure. I can't believe this other speaker's running two minutes late. When am I supposed to go on? I'm here. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. And then it's their turn, and I'll watch them go on stage and go. You have to really just be in the now. This universe <laughs> is all. And I'm like, holy cow! This dude was a lunatic. Five minutes ago, this lunatic was a—he uh, was a lunatic. Five minutes ago, I would meet other dudes who we would be at an event, and I'd see him talking to this—you know—some attractive chick, and they're blah blah blah, and get a little handsy and stuff like that. An hour later, he introduces me to his wife, who's not the chick I saw him getting handsy with. I'm like, wait a second, spiritual oneness? What the hell was that? On their best day not having more integrity than I've had on my worst day. And, 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 it really helped burst the bubble. And then I just started delivering it truthfully. And folks, embrace your spirituality. It's a beautiful Mm -hmm. subjective experience, but don't turn your back on your humanity. If you have, if you can say, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, I think that's beautiful. But then have the human experience. Use your rationale. Don't, don't forget, you know, as, as, a, as a, someone who specializes in cognitive neuroscience and, 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 and cognitive psychology, I recognize why that self-help stuff works. You know how you have a spam filter on your email? Yeah. Well, we have spam filter in our brains as well. So when the used car salesman tells you something, it goes through your little spam filter in your brain, and you can recognize and delineate whether it's BS or not. When someone uses the phraseology of God or spirituality, for some reason, we are designed that that bypasses our spam filter. So we believe the nonsense, even though we don't live it in our lives. If you went to your, to, to your, uh, to your cupboard, if you went to your cupboard and wanted to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you have, you have jelly, but you need peanut butter, there's no more peanut butter. What's going to get peanut butter on your sandwich is that you can have 20 vision boards with pictures of peanut butter. You can say 20 prayers. You can have 20 meditations. You can light candles. You can ohm. You could do whatever. But we all know rationally the only way you're going to have peanut butter on that sandwich is if you go out and go get yourself some peanut butter. That's the only way we know this rationally. But when we, they throw in words like spirituality, God, that law, laws, universal laws that don't even exist, the law of attraction, no physicist will tell you that a law of attraction actually exists. That's a marketing plan. That doesn't exist. There's no science law of attraction. We know opposites attract. We know that I can open the door for you. It doesn't mean you're going to kiss me in the mouth. Now, some people I open the door for, they almost look annoyed that, that I open. I do constant nice things. Does that mean that people aren't going to betray me? People betray me. They crap on me. They do all this. It's, there is no reciprocity like that. Stop expecting something that isn't true just because they marketed it to you in a video. What I'm saying is, how do you get the peanut butter? By going to get the peanut butter. 
if it's true for peanut butter, it's true for everything else. How do you, how do you uh, get healthier and lose the weight and feel healthier, ready for the beach summer? How? There's only one way. Watch what you eat and exercise. That's it. Why are you going to do a hundred other things? The other things help you stay focused internally. It doesn't attract a six-pack abs. You have to do those sit-ups. You have to do that jogging. You have to do those push-ups. You have to say no to those cravings. That's a totally different thing. And that's, that's, what, uh, that's what I cover in Unapologetically You. That's what I cover in, in my behavioral programs now. It, 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 it's about those things. Let's talk about the real thing. Let's talk about why you make a resolution every year. You even make a financial commitment by joining the gym, and you don't go to the gym. It's not a mystery. You don't need prayer and meditation. You actually have a human disconnect there. We were originally, we have a limbic system. You have an emotional limbic system. That's what we were originally. And as we develop more into the human beings that we are today, we have a lobal system. Unfortunately, because we were built that way, our limbic system... Our emotional system is super fast. That thing, that, that the, it sends a chemical signals to your brain in a Porsche. It sends them in a sports car. <laughs> and, and because your newer frontal lobe rationality is, 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 is more new to our anatomy, we, that has a horse and buggy. And that's why when you react to something, it usually is a horrible, <laughs> a horrible thing happens, as opposed to if you just wait a few seconds, breathe a little bit, and wait for that horse and buggy to deliver the rationale. And instead of reacting, you can respond, and it's a healthier thing. So these are the kinds of things I, I focus on now and putting them into practical use. Why did you join the gym and not go? Let's build that bridge of new habits, not with hubbub, not with woo-woo, not with magical beads or crystals, but with real human truth that will affect change and keep that change in place. Not just the, the goosebumps, not just the thrills and chills. You will find that the spiritual industry in many ways was intellectual masturbation. It was thrills and chills. It was, it was fun. It was exciting. But nothing was born of it. You were the same when it was done. This is something different. You are better than you ever thought. You are more capable than you ever thought. And let this be the day... You break free from the magical thinking of change. Embrace the beautiful spiritual experience of humanity, but embrace the truth of your human nature, which is to achieve. But you can only achieve in motion. Einstein said it. Nothing happens until something moves. You know, I love this conversation. It's really fascinating because, you know, part of this journey and people ask me all the time, Steve, you're going to get a kick out of this, right? People ask me and I think you've even asked me, they've asked me all the time. When are you going to write your book? You know, you're 10 years right. in the industry, got a huge network, blah, blah, blah. I'm we're sure waiting, you crazy we're waiting for your book. Occasions, yeah. Waiting for your book. Here's the answer. Every book I've attempted to write in this arena I've not, I've, I've disliked so much that I couldn't put it on the market. And so what I came to realize is I'm not writing a book about what I really want to write about. You know, what is my truth? How do I feel about spirituality? Why did I spend 10 years in a doctoral program? I'm like you, you know, cognitive psychology, studying the consequences of broken promises, why did I do that, get awards for that book, and not publish anything about it? Why? 
because, oh my gosh, broken promises, Steve, guess what? They're too negative. You know, we're talking about something too negative. Yet right now, what are we living in? Oh, student loan's going to go to 10%. Oh, broken promise. Oh, Medicare. Oh, no, broken promise. Oh, wait a minute. Job security. Oh, broken promise. Oh, wait. Healthcare. Oh, broken promise. So we're living in a world where we don't even have the ability to understand that what a broken promise means to us. Because what it really means when you look at what you're talking about, it means, like my stepmother used to say, you got to pick yourself up, girl. You got to dust yourself off and you've got to step out on the road and take action on your own behalf. And my stepmom wouldn't say it quite like that. Yeah. But the point is, it is exactly what you're saying in Unapologetically You. It, it, comes, it Barbara. Go, yeah, I'm sorry. go ahead. I, I appreciate I ask, you letting me hijack your show. Well, I, here's what I want to say. Anytime, you, you and I can, we, we, we'll do some hijacking together. Here's what I want to ask you. What is it going to take for the folks, and I skipped the next break. We're not even doing breaks. What is it going to take for, for folks that are listening to know that they have an unlimited array of options and potential to take their lives, and I mean for them to take their lives to the place that they want to go? What's it going to take for people? It takes the realization that look at your life now. You did that. Even if it was incredibly self-destructive, you (laughs) did that. Way to go. Look how successful you could be at self-destruction. You got you there. You've become a master of pointing fingers at everybody else, but the truth is you got you there. Way to go. That is evidence that you can do things. Now, how do you get yourself out? Well, it's easy. You close your eyes and you envision a light. Just kidding. How you get yourself out is by doing the opposite of that. Dr. Pat, when I gained, uh, gained weight sitting at my desk and eating for uh, 12 hours a day as I was uh, writing my, my stuff, and I gained weight, what was my way of out? So if sitting at my desk for 12 hours a day and eating a lot got me there, what's going to get me out of there? Doing the opposite of that, watching what I eat, making sure I stand up, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, maybe get up a little earlier and go for a little run. These are the things that get you out. There was no magic behind it. The magic for me is that there's no magic. That was the most magical moment for me. People say, well, do you feel like the magic's gone? No, because I feel like I'm enough. That is the magic. The magic is that there is nobody on earth more suited to be me than me. Yeah. That's the magic. The magic is I got me here. The great news is I don't have to hope that I catch the spiritual karma just right. I don't have to hope or see that I can see the aura of guru. I don't have to hope of any of that. I know that as soon as I love myself enough to act upon the dreams that I love myself enough to have, then that's when my life can change. And that's the beauty of this, Dr. Pat. The beauty of this is that I have to become aware not only of other people's shortcomings. You know, you have to remember this industry, and I'm going to go at the industry one more time. When I go get a haircut, do you think the barber is upset that I need a haircut? No. (laughs) Do you think the barber wants to figure out a way that he can cure me of needing haircuts? Why on earth would he do that? My barber's got a beautiful daughter who's on her way to college. Why would he not not want me to need his services? In the same sense that that's logically funny, 
It's the same sense, why would guru so-and-so want you to be happy? A happy you doesn't buy their book. They don't want you to be happy. They're always going to put the carrot just out of reach, just out of reach so that you are empowered enough to buy their products, but not empowered enough to realize you don't need them. That's what the trick is. That's what the trick is. Are you ever going to see a commercial on TV? Ladies, are you ever going to see a commercial on TV that says, hey, your ass looks fine? Hey, your yeah. face looks beautiful. No, your hair's fine. Oh, your weight, you're fine. Are you ever going to see a commercial that says that? Absolutely not. Why would they want you to feel fine about yourself? They don't benefit from that. So you're never going to see that. You need people who are going to be honest. And in your life, unfortunately, because of the human nature, the person who's going to be honest with you is going to be you. And you have to realize, I got myself here. Let me put down these books and start living a way that gets me out of here. Mm. Let me start living in a way that reflects the life I want. Wow. With somebody watching, you know, I write, a, and I'm a poetic guy. I think life is so poetic, and I'll write po poetry about love and life and the human experience. But, folks, I want you to know that when I'm done writing that, I go live that. People who see me, I don't have, I'm, I'm a, I speak for a, for, for a living. I, I am an award-winning writer and speaker, but did you know that if you spent an hour with me, anybody spent an hour with me, even if I didn't say a word, you would be very aware of what I, what I love, what I want, where I'm going, and the price I'm willing to pay to get there. Without even saying a word, my actions reflect the life I want. The question that I have for you is, why doesn't yours? If you love, show it. Be it. Don't just say it. If you want a new career, if you want to lose the weight and be healthier, be it. Shut your mouth and speak with your actions. When you shut your mouth and speak with your actions, this universe responds in a way that is magical. And it's magical because it's not magical. It's magical because it's a universe of cause and effect. The Absolutely. cause and effect that led you to the life you have now is the same cause and effect that is indifferent and will work to your favor as you take the steps you need to get your life to where you want it to be. Well, you know, Steve, let's do this. Your book is available on Amazon. Let's make sure everybody has that. But also, uh, what's the best place for folks to find out more about you, uh, connect with you on Facebook, and take a look at you in action? Let's send them to your website. You, you can go to stevemariboli.com, uh, Steve, last name is spelled M-A-R-A-B-O-L-I.com. Um, you can Google me. You, you, I'm the most findable person on earth. So you can find that. We've got Facebook uh, with quotes uh, throughout the day, Twitter with, with quotes throughout the day. We have a, a killer Pinterest. Uh, I'm a columnist for Everyday Health Magazine. Um, we've got stuff. Uh, i got stuff. I have uh, the most incredible uh, social media team in the world. So We've got stuff, everybody for all ages, uh, the books of Unapologetically You, uh, the quote, every quote you see on Facebook or Twitter or Tumblr or YouTube, wherever it is, all those quotes come from, from uh, my books. And again, 100% of everything we make go to our charities. We have Empowered Women Centers in Central and South America, Clean Water Wells. We've done the clean water wells different than other people do. A lot of uh, where ours are UN-protected water wells. 
they, they, uh, some places uh, you put up a water well, and what happens is the warlords yeah. take over the water well, and they make the women prostitute themselves to get water for their family. We have UN-protected water wells, um, and, and I don't ever accept money from anybody, ever, ever, ever. It's 100% my money. I don't want your money. If you want a book, buy the book, and that's how I'll do it. I give speeches. I do all kinds of stuff, and I take all that money and put it in there. So never will, will, uh, will I ask anyone for money. The only thing I ask is if something that you read inspires you, if it empowers you, share it. Click the share button, share it with somebody through email, share it to somebody through, through your social media, and, and let's, let's put some real mm. truth into our lives. I love it. You know, Steve, Steve Maraboli, uh, folks, go to the website, stevemaraboli.com. Lots of information. The other thing I would encourage everybody to do, check out, um, you know, his other books, some of the speaking events and engagements. Steve, thank, I can't thank you enough. I mean, it's always so great to connect with you because, you, you know, you remind us all of, you know, what, what truth looks like in action. You know, this idea of truth, right, is this thing that's so scrungy. You know, it's like, you know, it's like that sponge that you do your dishes with. You can squeeze it. You can feel it. But until you use it to get the dirt off your plate, you don't really understand its true purpose. And I want to think. think, Go ahead. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you thank me anymore. I'm thanking you because I'll tell you what. There's no one else. I'm in New York. There's no one else. I'm stopping what I'm doing at 11 o'clock in the morning to jump on a radio show. I get hundreds of offers to be on radio. I take almost none of them. You, I stop what I'm doing to talk to you because you're the only one in this industry that didn't tell me to be like you. You didn't tell me to be magical. You didn't tell me to be anything other than myself. And you, you started that for me. And, And to this day, you remain one of my greatest teachers because you didn't try to add anything to me. The only one who said, what you are is enough. Be that, and you're going to watch something awesome happen. So thank you. Oh, I love it. And, you know, Steve Maraboli, for those of you out there, um, please check out uh, everything that he's about. But more importantly, he has been mighty. And even to this day, you know, he and I will do so many things together, and we didn't even talk about spirituality. I have one last question. What's your personal message, Steve? And thank you so much. I mean, I'll tell you what, you do inspire me uh, to really take my vision, my mission out in the world in the only way I know how, by being me. What's your personal message? My personal message is to, to act. Action is what you take. Wherever your spiritual being having a human experience you are a spiritual. Think of the existence of this universe. You've been a spiritual being for a long time. After you die, you're going to be a spiritual being for a long time after that. You have such a small window of this human experience. Enjoy it. If you fall on your ass, get up. If you, if you win, great. If you lose, great. Learn something. Life isn't about what you get for it. It's about what you become for it. Experience it and be unapologetically you. You're beautiful. You're good enough. You're great enough. Be the greatest version of yourself. Don't let anyone dilute you. Don't let anyone convince you to be anything less than you are. You are perfectly imperfect. Be unapologetically you. I love it. Steve Maraboli, everyone. Yeah, stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming all throughout the day. Go to the drpatshow.com. Go to stevemaraboli.com. And boy, I know you've heard something today that will change your life. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time. <music> 
thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. you tired of the same old negative vibe hey valerie have you heard about transformationtalkradio.com no what's that dr pat is launching a new network and dr pat dr pat how many hours is she going to be on it won't be all dr pat she'll be joined by her friends transformative hosts from around the globe transformationtalkradio.com is a 24 7 network 24 hours of dr pat and her guests no, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. 
You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 